Hi, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local, and brought to you by Bank ESB. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and here is your host for this episode of Business Talk. He's the editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here's George O'Brien. Okay, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. We have a great show for you today. Before we get to it, though, uh, let's have a message from this month's sponsor, Bank ESB. Bank ESB is here for local business. As a local bank, we provide everything you need to thrive around here, including personalized guidance and business products like free checking and cash management services. Unlock your potential and learn more at bankesb.com slash business. Member FDIC DIF. Okay, we are back on Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I am George O'Brien, the editor of Business West Magazine. We're talking today with Peter Picknelli. He is the chairman and CEO of Peter Pan Bus Lines, among other things. Uh, Peter, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, George. How about you? Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, Peter, we've been doing this podcast for oh, about 18 months now. We love to have different business owners on, people who can bring a different perspective to things, uh, talk about different kinds of businesses. And, and uh, we're happy to have you on because you can talk about a lot of different things, uh, uh, timely issues and a lot of different types of businesses as well. You've got uh, the bus lines, but you've also got your restaurant uh, and you've got uh, a new development on Court Square in Springfield. And we're going to get to all that. But um, let's just start with uh, with buses. This is uh, the company uh, that your family has been in for, oh, I'm going to get this wrong, probably 70 years now, 80? It'll be 90 years. 90. Yeah, 90 years, right here in Springfield, Mass. So this has not been an easy time for businesses across a lot of different sectors of the economy. I can't imagine it's been any picnic for you guys in transportation. Can you talk about what it's been like? Listen, it's, it's, it's certainly been the most difficult time um, in my tenure at Peter Pan, and I'm sure it's been the most difficult time since our company started. I mean, you know, we, you know we're almost 90 years old. Um, at one point uh, in 2020, we were forced to close for 10 weeks. We've never closed. Um, and, uh, you know, we closed down for, for 10 weeks to, you know, as the government asked us to flatten the curve. And, and so on. And, you know, we wanted to make sure that, you know, our employees were safe and our customers were safe. But uh, people depend on what we do, uh, George. So we, uh, after 10 weeks closed, we began service and, you know, we're slowly building back to, uh, mm-hmm. to normal and, and we're getting there, but it's, it's been slow. People talk a lot about the airlines and people getting on airplanes and whether they're feeling safe on airplanes and, and whether airlines are going to regulate this and that. There's not much talk about buses, but more people probably ride the bus every day than ride an airplane. I'm pretty much uh, pretty safe in saying that. So uh, are people coming back to buses? Uh, like you said, people depend on what you do. So for a lot of them, it's not even a choice. Well, yeah. Listen, um, you know, our industry carries an awful lot of people. Uh, we, the, our industry carries more passengers in two weeks than Amtrak carries in an entire year. We carry about the same amount of passengers in our industry as, as does the airlines. Um, but listen, you know, we are, we are steadily building back, you know, now that colleges are back um, and, uh, you know, some workers, workers are back, you know, more and more people are traveling. 
you know, we, we do have, you know, much stronger protocols now than we've had in the past. The buses are, you know, you know, uh, sanitized every single night. Passengers are required to wear masks. Uh, that's a federal mandate until January. Um, but we get very, very few comments that, you know, passengers don't feel safe aboard our bus line. So that's good. And more and more passengers are coming back and we're pleased mm-hmm. about that. Well, people are getting back on buses. They need places to go to. And for a long time, uh, the, the major cities that you take people to were kind of in shutdown mode themselves. Now, those cities are starting to reopen again. New York is more or less open for business again. Boston, still pretty slow, but but it's back open for business, too. Are you seeing people going back to those cities? Where, where are people traveling to? Yeah, Peter Pan, George, we serve about 100 cities in the Northeast in all major cities. New, New York City is by far our nucleus, you know, you know, about 50% of what we do, we carry people in and out of New York City. Our number one route is, uh, is Boston, New York. And uh, our number two route is Washington to New York and number three, Philadelphia. But in, in, in addition to serving the major cities in the Northeast Georgia, about 60% of the cities we serve, we're the only game in town. We are their only avenue to, you know, the outside world besides public, local public transportation. So we have a real obligation, you know, to, to make sure that we're serving these communities. Because again, we're the only game in, in town. There's no train, there's no other bus line. It's, it's Peter mm-hmm. Pan. And, um, you know, we feel a strong commitment to those communities. Hmm. Are the buses full when they're leaving the, the depots? Or Well, listen, um, Friday and Sunday are our busy travel days. What people need to understand, when, 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 when you're not busy, George, that's when we are, right? <laughs> right. So we, we, you know, we shine on, uh, you know, on holidays, weekends, and we're, we're slower midweek. So, you know, midweek, our buses are generally about, you know, 50% occupied on, on, on weekends. They're pretty full. That's our job to fill them up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were just in Washington for a bus conference what was the what were the topics of conversation well it was a, it was a board meeting it was the first board meeting we've had in person in oh a year and a half so uh, uh, you know the, Washington was brisk you know they have a mask mandate down there but the restaurants are open and you know uh, you know the big issue in our industry like most others is you can't get people right I'm just going to go it, there so it, yeah it is so difficult to find drivers. It's so difficult to find information agents and ticket agents. It's, it's just difficult. And, uh, you know, we've been struggling with that. You know, the restaurants have the exact same problem. Um, so that's, that's a challenge, but that's a challenge that's not unique to Peter Pan or restaurants. It's now when did, when did this start? Uh, and I know Earlier this year, uh, things really started to become difficult for people hiring almost anyone. But uh, obviously, you probably had to downsize a little bit early last year. But uh, now you're back in a hiring mode. Um, When did these difficulties start? Well, I guess they've been consistent right along. So, you know, once we resumed service, you know, we slowly started, you know, calling back people that we were forced to, uh, to furlough. Uh, you know, we kept everybody on health insurance as long as we possibly could. And then we started bringing them back. You know, everything's done in seniority order at Peter Pan. So people could pass it down to someone junior. But, 
Now, now we've asked everyone to come back. Listen, we still have 50 buses parked because, uh, you know, we, we can't, we don't have enough drivers, you know, wow. at, at a half a million, 600,000 a pop, that's, that's a pretty big pill to swallow. But, you know, we're slowly getting there. We've, we're hiring in all of the major cities and, you know, we're putting drivers back in the saddle. Okay. You're listening to Business Talk, the podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West Magazine. We're talking to Peter Picknelli, chairman and CEO of Peter Pan Bus Lines. And Peter, you mentioned restaurants earlier. Uh, this was a, a business sector that you uh, moved into several years ago uh, with the, the Fort Restaurant. Matter of fact, you were honored by Business West with its Difference Makers Award. I think it was 2015, actually. Did I get that year right? I think I did. Uh, so you can speak to what's going on there, too. I, I know this has been a tough year for you. I want to take a couple minutes and... Uh, let you talk about uh, Andy Yee. Uh, that was a tough uh, loss, not just for you, but for everyone in this region. I know you're trying to carry on uh, without him. It must be very difficult. Yeah, you know, Andy was, uh, you know, besides, a, you know, a great business partner, he was a terrific friend. And, uh, you know, I miss Andy. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's a big loss for our community. He was such a good guy, such a welcoming guy. Um, but listen, uh, you know, um, you know, I'm partners with his entire family. So Andy, Andy was the front man for, for the family. But, you know, Andy's uh, got two brothers, Edison and Nick and his sister, um, Anita. They're very involved in the restaurant. So, you know, we're, we're continuing to move forward uh, in the Andy tradition. You know, together we have um, seven restaurants now and an eighth one that's being planned. Um, so, you know, we're still being very aggressive and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a business that, uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of like, I'm having fun with it. Um, they do the hard work, you know, I, I'm involved with the, the planning and the preparation, but the day-to-day operation is the Yee family and they are very good restaurateurs. But again, it's, it's difficult. I mean, it's very hard to get uh, wait staff and kitchen help. So, um, some restaurants are closing, you know, Monday and Tuesday, which are generally the slower days of the week, uh, just to give their staff a break. Um, this month, October, we're closing a couple of Mondays, you know, just to kind of give our employees a break and employee appreciation days because they work so hard over the, you know, over the summer and, you know, through the Big E. But, you know, we're, we're managing to get by. And, you know, um, I'm excited to tell you that the, the Fort has a brand new chef, that uh, starts this week. We're really excited about that. The guy is very, very talented. And I hope everybody come on, comes out and uh, okay. you know, sees the new uh, items that we're going to have on our menu now. So it is October. You have Oktoberfest planned. That's uh, always a big uh, event. But, you know, with Andy uh, passing this year, I'm, I'm sure you've got even more things in line for that. Yeah, listen, we're, you know, we're kind of celebrating, um, you know, Andy's life. Uh, at, at our Oktoberfest. So his presence is going to be there. Uh, it was a, Andy loved Oktoberfest. It was great to see all the crowds on Fort Street. You know, um, we're starting tonight. We've already sold about 400 tickets and then there's a lot of walk-ins. So we'll be, we'll be packed on, you know, we're closing down the entire street, including the parking lot at the end. And we've got some great uh, local bands and uh, you know, we've got the, the white hot food trailer there and, we're, uh, we're excited, and I think there's a pent-up demand to get out and have some fun. So that's what we're going to do on Fort Street. 
you know, every weekend in October. And while you rescued uh, the fort, you also rescued uh, the White Hut over in West Springfield, another uh, entrepreneurial gambit on your part. How is that one working out? Listen, it's, it's been great. Uh, George, there, you know, our community is blessed with some terrific restaurants. We really are, and we're very fortunate. But there, there are few that are iconic. And, uh, you know, we certainly didn't want to lose the student prints. You know, it's, it's such a great restaurant and strong traditions. And the White Hut is just as iconic. And it's doing well. You know, uh, passengers, I mean, passengers, there I go with the bus stuff. Customers have really embraced the White Hut and sales are strong. We just completed the Big E and uh, sales were up 33% from 2019, which was the last time they were there. So it's uh, it's it's mm-hmm. been good. And we think the White Hut is scalable. We've got, uh, you know, two more locations we're looking at north of here. So we'll, uh, it's, it's. Um, we're having fun and we think it's a brand we can expand. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to get to Court Square and your, your latest restaurant project there in a minute, but I, I didn't want to talk to you about uh, something. You've been in business for a long time now. Uh, been with Peter Pan probably pretty much your whole life and uh, yep. you're one of the more respected business managers in this region. I wanted to talk to you about this pandemic a little bit. It has tested the mettle of, of everyone in this region and I'm sure it's, it's tested yours as well. What what has this pandemic basically taught us about business and, and being resilient, uh, finding new and different ways to doing everything and basically reaching down deeper and, and tapping our potential. Well, you know, you're exactly right. That's what you had to do it. I mean, it tested all business, George, not just Peter Pan, not just the restaurants. You know, everybody um, had to adapt. But Listen, you, you have to have a positive attitude and, and, and you got to know we're coming out of it. Um, and we are, uh, you know, things are getting better and better. You know, um, Columbus Day is, is a big travel day in the Northeast. And our Columbus Day is 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 uh, is very strong. It was stronger. It's stronger than was uh, Labor Day or Independence Day. So it's getting better and better. And you're right. You need to be resilient. You need to adapt. And so Peter Pan has done that, um, and the restaurants have have done that. You know, we're we're just we're smarter. You know, more and more people are buying tickets online. As example, George, right mm-hmm. before the pandemic, maybe sixty percent of our sales were were in advance online, and we still had forty percent that walked up and bought. You know, right before departure, that's completely changed. You know, 90% of our sales now are online in advance and, and reservation-based. So we adapt to that, and we've been able to economize in some of our costs of, of selling. So uh, you, you need to make those adjustments, and we have. Um, information center is, is, um, is another area where we've been able to uh, you know, do things more online than in person. So uh, we've economized, saved some costs. And, uh, you know, hopefully provided a better service. What's it been like for you personally to, to manage? Uh, you've managed through recessions. You've managed through gas crises. Those are, those are good for the bus business, actually. <laughs> uh, <You're right. laughs> you've managed through all manner of, of things. But like me, you've never managed your way through a pandemic. Uh, what's it been like? Well, I guess it's been challenging, but... Uh, you know, listen, I've, I've been optimistic and, you know, we work with some great people. Um, 
you know, very smart people here at Peter Pan. We've got some terrific bus drivers and, and so we're very fortunate. You know, our businesses are run much like a family. Um, and so while it's been challenging, you know, I've always been confident that, you know, we provide a pretty good service. People depend on what we do and, uh, you know, things are going to get better. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a few minutes that we have left, let's talk about courts where this is a project that people have been pointing to for years as one of the missing pieces downtown, uh, one of the keys to revitalizing that central business district and bring more people there. I guess the plan is to do this in a lot of different ways. There are There's a strong residential component to this project. Uh, there's retail, and then there's the restaurant that, that you have blueprinted for that spot. Uh, talk about the project and, and talk about your piece of it. Okay. Well, listen, it's, uh, you know, I think it's the key building in Springfield. You know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful building right in, in Court Square. It's been abandoned for 35 years now. And our city simply can't rebound with having such a, a massive building in its core abandoned. So our plan, um, and it's underway now, is uh, we're going to build 72, you know, um, high-end apartments that'll be you know, market rate and a little bit above. We'll also be putting in, uh, you know, a 5,000 square foot restaurant. I think there's uh, 180 seats in, in the restaurant and uh, it'll face Court Square. I think it'll be the premium location in Springfield for a restaurant. So we're excited about it. I've partnered with Wynn Construction from Boston, who are experts at, uh, you know, historic renovations. So they're great. Um, Right now, the city, you know, is remediating the building and we take over uh, next month and it'll be an 18 month construction period. So, you know, we're looking at the, the spring of 2023 to, uh, you know, to be open in uh, the restaurant and all the apartments. And we hope to pre-sell the apartments beforehand. Okay. So when all is said and done, that, that should be, a, like I said, an important addition to, to downtown Springfield. And, and the world should look a whole lot different in the spring of 2023 than it does now. We're looking forward to having that vibrancy back. And uh, I'm anticipating that that project uh, will go a long way uh, toward creating that uh, vibrancy we're looking for downtown and, and bringing people back. So good luck with that project. Yeah, it's an exciting project. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, it's going to be some great downtown housing and, you know, listen, a a terrific restaurant. We've done some market research and, you know, we'll be, you know, it'll be a chop house that'll feature a lot of seafood as well. So that's what we think uh, the city needs. Okay. Well, good luck with that. And thank you for coming on, Peter. We really appreciate it. We're, we're out of time now, but uh, I want to thank you. We'll, we'll check back in in uh, a few months and we'll see how you're doing with all these things. Thanks, George. Take okay. care. Thank you very much. And thank you to all of you for listening. This has been another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.